Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And this segment of Computer and Technology Radio is brought to you by Indicia, the worldwide postage leader. How you doing, Mark? I'm good, Marcia, and welcome, everybody, and thanks for joining us. Uh, always happy to be spending our Saturday, if you're listening live or wherever you are in the world. If you want to get in touch with her, us... They're not listening in Egypt. Uh, no, actually, they're back <laughs> online with uh, with Blackberries. On, so if they, they I know, we'll talk about that later, yeah. yeah. Anyway, if you want to call us, we're at 877-474-3302. If you want to get us in any of the number of ways you can, you can get Mark and Marcia at Gmail. If you want to send us an email... Uh, you can get us at Twitter, Mark and Marsha, or you can get Marsha at Marsha Collier at Twitter. And we are delighted to be um, uh, with you today. Got a great show for you, and I, I think we'll go right to the phones because, to me, this is a very important subject. We have, I've been a video game player forever. Marsha, while you don't play as much as I do, you still, you know, have played. No, I, I play the games that totally don't even need to be rated. <laughs> I do G games. What can I say? Well, that's okay. But, you know, a lot of us have children. <clears throat> Whoa. Sorry, folks. Hold on. Mm, talk for a second, Marsha. Uh, well, you know, Mark is probably going to say that a lot of people have children out there and they really care. When they go to the store, the kid says, I want this game. I want this game. And then you pick up the game and it says something on the back of it like, you know, beware, there's blood, gore, intense violence, strong language. Wow, I don't go, know what happened. <clears throat> Sorry. Hold on a minute, I'm talking. Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Keep and talking. you look at these ratings, and it says mature 17 plus, and you're going, my kid wants this, my kid is only 10. Who is making these ratings? All right, and I think ooh. we're going to explain that right now. We are. In fact, I don't know why, <clears throat> where my voice went, but I think I'm getting it back. Uh, we are uh, we're very happy and fortunate to have a guest with us, uh, Patricia Vance, Pat Vance. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She has been named to the Video Business Women's Elite as well as Next Generation Top 25 People of the Year. She's been on uh, much television, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, CNN, Bloomberg, quoted in the New York Times, and all kinds of really cool stuff. And she is the, in fact, she was at Disney for 18 years, the same place that I spent 10 years at. Uh, and uh, she is now currently the president of the ESRB. And Pat, welcome to the show. We do have her. Pat. Right? Yes, hello. There you are. Okay, Hi, Pat. welcome hey. to the show, Pat. No, Pat. it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure, and thank you for being here. And, you know, it's interesting. I think it was at 19... What, what year did the um, did your organization start? Uh, 94. Yeah, 1994. Thought, thought, so, so we're about, what, 16, 17 years old now. Yeah, and it's great because, I you know, we, we're all used to movie ratings. Wow, you're games. almost old enough to play some of the games. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and, you know, we're used to movie ratings, and, you know, that's the first thing we look at, R-rated or X-rated or, uh, you know, PG-rated. But you guys developed the Entertainment Software Ratings Board, developed a way for parents and for anyone to look at video games, which run the gamut, as Marcia suggested, from, the you know, the fun G games to the really violent games. And we want to protect the kids. So tell us all about what is the ESRB? Well, you know, we were really established by the games industry, not unlike the film rating board uh, that was established by the film industry, to really ensure that game consumers are informed prior to uh, purchasing or renting a video game. Mm -hmm. And we've 
We've been doing this now, as I said, for about 16, 17 years. Um, and we were the first rating system that actually established a two-part system. So not only do we assign age ratings, uh, which will indicate the appropriateness you know, that we've established for a particular game, but it will also tell you the content that's in the game and what may have triggered that age rating. So it's really a two-part system. The age rating symbols are on the front, and when you flip the box over, you'll see the age rating repeated, and then alongside those symbols will be content descriptors. And they'll tell you the level of violence or what type of language or suggestive or even sexual content in some cases. Or um, So those content descriptors are really critical. So it's really a two-part system. Um, now, uh, a couple of years ago, we actually went even further. Um, sometimes parents well want to know, well, what do you mean by suggestive themes? Or <laughs> when we say strong language, how strong is it? Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we've done now is provide written up rating summaries that are available on our website or through mobile devices. Um, we have apps for both the Android and Yeah, I want to talk now. about that app. Yeah. Right, but those rating summaries will give you very specific examples of what do we mean by intense violence or blood and gore. Or that we describe the context of the game, the overall context, but then we'll give you specific examples. So we really have these incredible resources, particularly for parents and, and moms who may not have uh, all that much experience playing games, um, but we really have these great tools for parents especially to utilize so they don't have to guess right, whether or not a game is okay for their kids to play. And you start, I know you have early childhood, and you go E for everyone, E That's 10 right. plus. So That's right. it, it really gives you specifically what you recommend. Right. We have six different age rating categories. As you said, it starts out with EC for early childhood. Then it goes to E for everyone, which is for six and older, and that's our largest category by far. Um, then we go to E10 plus for 10 and older. Um, we go to then T for teen for 13 and older, M for mature for 17 and older, and then we even have a rating called AO for adults only. That's for 18 and older. So right. six different rating categories. Would that be like Leisure Suit Larry? No, oh, they uh, don't there make are that actually <laughs> two versions of Leisure Suit Larry. One is M and one is AO. And, Can uh, we actually still get Leisure Suit Larry? Excuse me? Is Leisure Suit Larry still actually available? I, yeah. I'm sure you could probably find it online. Uh, I don't think it's available in the stores, but 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 it could be. In yeah, the... Twitter had quite a talk about it. They were talking about some of the old graphic games and how much people missed them. So yeah, I think <laughs> well, that's interesting. Now with you know the internet, so much is available. Whether it's a used game that's available, or you know you can probably go on eBay and find pretty much anything these days. Um, but yeah, there you know, uh, like movies and TV shows, games are made for all different ages, and I think that's the most important thing for parents to understand is that they're not uh, games aren't for kids. Games, the average age of a gamer a day is over thirty. Right. So they're really you know. Games for all ages, and that's why it's really important for them to be informed and to utilize the tools that are available. Now, I'm sure you guys have done a, an extensive amount of research. You know, and the debate rages on, and it's raged on as long as I can remember when video games started. You know, is violence in video game a negative thing for kids, and does that affect them in any way? Do you guys have an opinion on that? Uh, we, we really don't. Look, you know, we believe that, you know, parents, there's, first of all, there's no one size fits all for all mm-hmm. parents. And, 
what's appropriate for one child may not be appropriate for another. And really, it's up to the parents to determine what is and what isn't. Um, you know, we, we, we really believe that we provide uh, plenty of information so parents can make an informed decision as, and then decide what's appropriate for their own families. That's really their job, not ours. And do you um, look at the companies themselves, for example, is EA produced better games? I don't, and I don't mean content wise, but for the sake of children versus is there a particular company that you say, gee, these are the good ones for young kids? I think that's hard to say. I think every company puts out a range of product, um, targeting at different audiences. I, 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 I think that, you know, oftentimes you'll find, if you look at the top ten games, uh, you know, year in and year out, you'll find, uh, probably the majority of them are E-rated games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are a lot of very popular E-rated games. And that's the other message that I'd like parents to understand is that they don't have to buy the mature-rated video games for their kids. Although, of course, a lot of kids will want those mature-rated video games, but they, but they have plenty of other top-selling, very popular, hot games that aren't rated mature. And so Could you tell us some of those from- games? I'm sorry. Could you tell us some of those games? Yeah, could um, you? You know, uh, look, there there are wonderful franchises that are very well known. You know, the Mario's of the world, the the Pokemon's, the you know the the, the sports games are always extremely popular games, racing games. Um, typically, those are rated E or E10. I mean, you know, there, there's a wide range of that, that type of product. Um, the puzzle game category is now you know very popular, and now there are also some very you know cool games available online um, in these online arcades. Xbox Live Arcade, is, for example, or WiiWare for the Wii or the PlayStation Network. Um, there are some games that are only available through these arcades that are you know, puzzle games and, and, and very creative. Uh, it's, it's an incredibly dynamic and creative industry. Um, so there's, there's a lot of material out there that doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be a first person shooter or, you know, uh, a very, you know, violent action game. There's plenty else to choose from. Now, Pat, when you rate games, do you, uh, I have a couple of questions. We're going to go on uh, break yeah. in just a second. Can you hang sure. with us, first of all? Great. Absolutely. Um, when we come back, I want you to talk about the, the mobile app, which I think is a yeah. really cool thing for parents. And then also maybe explain a little bit about what constitutes a mature uh, title. H- how do you determine what that is? But for just for a second, do you rate online games? Uh, we do, particularly those. Uh, if you go into, say, Xbox Live Arcade, all of those games are rated, or PlayStation Network, all of those games are rated that are available for download. Um, it's a voluntary system at the end of the day, so it's really up to developers and publishers to submit to us. Um, but there are some environments, uh, you know, uh, you know, call them, you know, uh, walled gardens that are all rated by uh, by the ESRB, but they, and then you'll find some online games outside of those environments rated as well. And is it one of those things like the movies where they don't want to get an M rated or an R rated because that uh, diminishes their audience? Well, we have very strict rules about where you can advertise a mature rated video game, and of course, retailers aren't selling those games to kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but but look, you know, when you're creating a mature rated video game, your audience is not the young ones. It's really the you know the core eighteen to twenty four, eighteen to thirty five year old. Hmm. Um, so it's well, really actually, I'm going to stop you for a sec, Pat, because yeah. we're going to go to break. So let's yeah. pick this up when we come back. That fascinating subject, and I think every parent who buys video games for their children should know about this. It's a great uh, resource. And we will be right back. Don't go away.
This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen, and we are on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Attention political advertisers. When you're thinking of the best way to market your campaign or issue, consider this. AOL advertising reaches more than 158 million voting age Americans each month, more than twice as many as elected our president. Plus, whether you're building awareness, fundraising, or getting out the vote, AOL makes it easy to find the voters you want. So put your money where the voters are, online at AOL. To learn more, visit AOLadvertising.com slash politics. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And if you want to call us, we're at 877-474-3302. And we're talking to Patricia Pat Vance, who is the uh, president of the Entertainment Software Rating Board, which started in 1994 to oversee video games so the parents had a better idea and everyone had a better idea of what they were getting before they get it. Pat, uh, welcome back. Thanks. Uh, so if you would, explain to us what constitutes a mature title. 
know, every rating category has a spectrum. You know, you've got a low, a mid, a high range. Um, you know, on the low end, you might find a game like Halo, for an example, which although it's mainly aliens, uh, there's, there's, you know, it can get pretty bloody. So you could have, you know, a, a fairly violent game, um, even if it's in a fantastical kind of setting, but, you know, if there's a lot of blood and gore, you know, you, you're going to probably end up in the M category. In the upper range of the M category, uh, you may have some pretty strong language. You may have, again, some pretty intense violence or, or, or blood and gore. Um, you could have some suggestive or, or even sexual content. I mean, it won't be very explicit, but it could be there. Um, so it, there's really a, a, a pretty broad spectrum um, in each of the rating categories. That's why the content descriptors are so important to re- review. And then, of course, if you want more detail, go to our rating summaries. You know, I'm, I was just curious. Is there any defining line as to whether it's violence against aliens and monsters or violence against people? Well, context, uh, you know. yes, context is always important. Um, so, um, and, you know, as, as you know, you know, a violent act can entail, you know, something like you might, might see in the Roadrunners, um, you know, those, even though those are, you know, TV, right. TV cartoons for kids. So violence has a very broad, broad spectrum. And yes, context is always important. Uh, it's important, and it's funny, you were talking about sexual content. I, I do remember a number of years ago, I can't quite remember how long, but at the Consumer Electronics Show, which Marcia and I go to every year, uh, one of the meetings I was with was a former Playboy Playmate who had created a video game that had f- actual sexual content in the game. And I, I don't remember... Yes, the it was. Uh, I believe that was an online-only game. You uh, could only download it. It wasn't no. available at retail, I believe. Uh, you know, I don't know that, and you may be yeah. right about that. Yeah. Now, you, you did mention something, which is interesting, and I didn't realize this, that can a teenager go into a store or a 14-year-old go into a store and buy an M-rated game, or they will not sell it to them? Uh, if you go into any of the major retailers, uh, you will find not only store policies posted all over the place that we won't sell mature games to anybody under an uh, unaccompanied child under the age of 17, um, but you find there are very high enforcement levels at this at this point. The Federal Trade Commission actually looks at the how the film industry and the music industry and the video game industry are self-regulating themselves when it comes to the marketing of uh, violent entertainment to children. They've been doing this every couple of years and reporting to Congress uh, way you know since way back you know in the probably two you know for the maybe the last ten years. And they find that the video game industry by far performs the best when it comes to not selling mature rated video games to kids. We're looking at, you know, uh, enforcement levels of, you know, eight, nine out of ten times a child, an unaccompanied child tries to purchase an M game, they'll get stopped. Hmm. Uh, They won't be able to purchase it. So that is good to know. Now, how Um, is that handled online? uh, Oftentimes, retailers will uh, ask somebody to certify their age. Um, but, you know, but it's, but it's, 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 uh, it's tricky. And, you know, often, you know, the other part of the online purchase is usually I've got to use a credit card and most kids don't have credit cards. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's talk a little bit about the mobile app. Cause I think this is yeah. a terrific tool. Yep. Yeah. Well, the mobile app, obviously we want parents to have access to, particularly to our rating summaries, not just at home. 
through, you know, going online and going to our website, which is ESR, at ESRB.org, uh, just for your listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also want them to have access to the rating summaries when they're out shopping. And that's why the mobile apps that we've uh, recently launched are, are so helpful. So uh, if you've got a smartphone, you can download an app for your iPhone or Android device. And you can uh, either buy text by typing in the title or by taking a photograph of the box, you can search, uh, you, you know, search and get access to the rating summaries right from the store. And it so also the, gives you information, the, right, about the, the game? The apps are great, and, you know, you can get a lot of information just by looking at the box. You know, right. rating, ratings are on the box and the rating and the content descriptors, but, and then you'll see screenshots and you'll see descriptions of the games. But, you know, parents want objective information and, and, and detail and, and specific examples in order to determine if it's okay for their kids, and that's why the rating summaries uh, are so incredibly helpful. Uh, can you explain the difference to us between a teen rating and a mature rating? Uh, well, a teen rating, you may find uh, some language, uh, not a lot, but you'll find perhaps some language. You'll find um, it could be a fighting game. That's actually a pretty uh, popular genre for the teen category um, without a lot of, you know, intensity in terms of blood or anything, but you'll find um, a lot of fighting games in that category. You'll find titles like The Sims, which, um, you know, are simulations of real life. So Mm -hmm. you'll find, um, you know, um, a variety of different types of content in in a game like that. Um, But it's a a game that's kind of a, um, you know, the way that we find that parents use the age ratings, it's really um, a flag, uh, you know, it's a range of intensity, uh, starting down in the low categories and E for everyone. You know, obviously you see that on a box. It's like, great, you know, this is fine for, for my young children. Um, and then when you see a teen, you see, well, okay, there's obviously something in here. I better check the content descriptors. And then, you know, the content descriptors will tell you whether it's violence, whether it's suggestive content, whether it's language that warranted that rating. Um, and then the rating summaries will obviously give you even further detail. Um, and and the, that's really how the system is used. You know, we're, it's not a formula. It's not, you know, nobody under the age of 13 can play a teen game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as I said before, it's not really a one-size-fits-all. Um, it's up to really the parent to determine. And so that's why those age ratings are really mainly used as flags and warnings and, and different levels of intensity. And I think it's important. I mean, I think it is up to the parents to to regulate this. And I mean, I have to say, I was at the Laker game last night, and there was a girl that had just turned 21 with her parents sitting next to her 16-year-old sister and fed her beer the entire evening. (sighs) You know, I mean, and, and I was ready to jump out of my seat, and I restrained myself and didn't. But I mean, I think it's up to us as parents to say, you know, hey, you can't do this. You know, you don't you don't need to make your children happy by giving them things that they shouldn't really have. And I think that's a lot of what you guys are saying here. Let the parents be responsible for knowing what they can get. Right. We're, we're really a, a resource for the parents, but we can't we can't dictate good parenting, or or we can't dictate what's appropriate, you know, for mm-hmm. for parents. You know, sure. For now, I, I'm curious. 
Is the ESRB an international organization? In other words, do your ratings show up on games that are sold outside the U.S., or are there different organizations in different parts of the world? Well, the Canadians have adopted our system as theirs, so any game sold in the U.S. and Canada will, will have ESRB ratings. Um, what you'll find is if you go south of the border, um, oftentimes games sold uh, in a variety of different countries um, in South America, Latin and South America, will have ESRB ratings. But um, but we focus on U.S. and Canada. Okay. And lastly, are you a gamer yourself? <laughs> I am, but it's a, I'm a casual gamer. You know, being a working mom, um, it's it's not been easy for me to find a lot of time <laughs> to play games. Um, but you know, I do enjoy the more casual games, the ones that don't require uh, you know intense amounts of time. Yeah, that's what I like. I, I you know yeah. I don't want to devote my life. To, although I did get very hooked on Zelda, I have to mm. admit. <laughs> uh, they come out with a Zelda game. I am so there when I have the time. <laughs> Yeah, have... there, you know, it, it, there's so many games now that are available for the casual gamer, um, either on a console or handheld device or a mobile phone. That um, you know, they're they're so accessible. And Pat, give us the information again about where we can find you guys, where we can find yeah. the mobile app. ESRB.org is our website. You'll be able to look up rating information um, uh, right there uh, at ESRB.org, or you can also download our mobile apps on your iPhone or Android phone by just uh, typing in ESRB. ESRB. And is that app is that app available for all the different platforms? Uh, if you've got an iPhone or an Android. Uh, okay. phone, it would be accessible for any of those phones. And last question, do all games have your rating on it, or are there some companies that do not put it on uh, it? Any game sold for a console, in other words, an Xbox, a PlayStation, or a Nintendo uh, device, uh, even a handheld, so your, your Nintendo DS or your PS, Sony PSP, all of those games carry ESRB ratings. You won't be able to find a game at, at any of the major retailers in this country that hasn't been rated by the ESRB. So we're on, uh, you can pretty much bet that, you know, if you walk into a store, everything's going to have an ESRB rating. Hey, Pat, thank you so much for joining us. Well, it's a great organization, and uh, we're major supporters of what you guys are doing, and we appreciate you doing what you do. Well, thank you so much for having me, and have a great afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And to you. We'll have you on the show again, Pat. We'd love to have great. you. Great. Would love thank to. Thank you. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, yeah, that, that's terrific because, you know, we just, uh, I have two little grandsons, you know, that play video games and, you know, five-year-old, and you just don't know what they're going to get, and you want to be careful about the kids growing up and, and doing that, and I, and I think it's important that we do pay attention to our children. So uh, coming up, Marcia, you have a guest coming up? In, uh, or No, you? actually, I don't have a guest, but i no got a bunch there? of stuff to talk about. Okay, just, <laughs> I have just stuff us. stuff on. Yeah, just us. It's going to be great. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Lots of stuff coming up. Some new apps to talk about. Some new gaming apps we'll talk about as well. Uh, 877-474-3302. We'll be right back. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. 
Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. Navy Mutual Aid Association has been serving military and their families since 1879, and we've come a long way. Our products include insurance and annuities with no sales commissions or loads to pay. At NavyMutual.org, you may obtain a quote and apply for the insurance right online. Navy Mutual is a nonprofit veteran service organization, not a commercial insurance company. Coverage is available to you and your family if you are serving on active duty or retired from the sea services. NavyMutual.org, insuring those who serve. Introducing NoMoreWebmasters.com. No middleman, no expensive fees to pay. Build your own website choosing from over a 100 templates, even if you've never built a website in your life. Reserve your own domain name for only $7.85 for one year. If you want NoMoreWebmasters.com to host your site, hosting for a basic five-page website is only $4.95 per month. Log on now to NoMoreWebmasters.com, your one-stop shopping on the Internet place. Hi, Jack Warren, Senior VP of the WS Radio Networks. We started broadcasting on the Internet in 2001, and we've come a long way. We're a unique mix of Internet marketing and true radio broadcast professionals and have set ourselves apart in the marketplace, building up to over 3 million listeners per month. Internet radio works. What is the proof? You're listening to the proof right now. How did you find us? How is it that you're listening to this commercial right now? The good news is WS Radio is opening up local stations with a proven business business model. For the right people, we're now giving away WS Radio City licenses. No previous radio experience is required. We're looking for self-starters who have a sales background or willing to hire the right salespeople and are motivated by our unique model. What is our model? Glad you asked. We'll need a little more time to explain. To listen, just click on wsradio.com forward slash city license to a 10-minute audio for our big picture. That's wsradio.com forward slash city license. 